0: Hello my friends, you're listening to the Naked Songwriter Podcast. It's the Libra New Moon Edition, September 28th, 2019. That is today. We're going to talk about some crazy, yet uh, potentially mind-blowing, quantum leap-inducing astrology coming your way, coming my way, coming all of our way. In light of this uh, Libra New Moon, which makes some really interesting connections. We're going to talk about relationships. Good Libra theme. And um, I don't know what else we're going to talk about. But uh, may may keep this one a little bit on the short and sweet side. Because I have uncharacteristically had some kind of cold Ascension flu kind of thing for the last week. So, as I'm recording this, there's no music playing in the background. Usually, I have some new music that I'm kind of using as a uh, background, ambient kind of thing. Ambient. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll put some in later. Maybe we're just going to do this dry, which is kind of... uh be kind of weird, right? Yeah, it was... Uh, that was totally too weird, man. So... Just did a little acoustic version of this uh, back song I've been playing a lot. The Great Mutations album seems to fit. But that's the kind of week it's been. Um, I know a lot of people have been feeling this stuff. Um, right when we got to the equinox, um, you know, it kind of felt like we're coming out of that long, deep, dark, plutonic tunnel of the summer and then boom the equinox hits and like whoa what's happening tech was going crazy um people were getting sick all over the place you know all kinds of stuff coming up so um yeah we'll dig into some of that let's get her rolling here you know the first thing i want to say is thanks for listening um I got all new equipment, too. Well, not all new equipment, but I've got a, a new microphone I'm really happy about. And um, I'm still kind of learning how to use it, but it cuts down on some of the ambient bleed noise, of which there is a lot in my current environment, mostly due to loud air conditioning. Um, it's hot. It's hot in Miami. Actually, it's really nice out right now, but it's hot a lot of the time. So, um, you know, hopefully this will sound good, and um, if I sound a little different than normal, it's just me getting my setup tweaked, but needed to be done for quite a while, finally got done, I'm very excited about that, thanks to the great Dadu for uh, providing the fundage and the means to, you know, to do so to upgrade some of the equipment. So, yeah, let's just jump right into this um, new moon and what's going on, and why this is um sort of a you know i don't I don't like to use astrology as any kind of um predestined kind of fate thing. one of the reasons that I feel like uh the great spirit had me stop doing weekly horoscopes and then monthly horoscopes. Was that it's really easy to interpret, you know, as Corinne and I talked about on uh, last, the last podcast, it's really easy to take things that are written, you know, even in good faith and um, spin them as like, oh, no, Saturn's in a bad place in my chart, you know, or Pluto's doing this everything's gonna suck and then you know that's just a parasitic it's like putting out bait for the mind parasites they just can latch right onto that and boom you know start chewing on your on your brain and um <laughs> so we want to stay beyond mind right so um yeah if you haven't uh, paid attention to this and i know a lot of people um were kind of shut down there's been a lot of money shutdown so for those of you who are healers entrepreneurs um you know people who make you living on the internet um like i do if you've been going through a, a tough money time just the last couple of weeks like everything has felt kind of frozen and um actually my beloved pointed out that um she was doing a session with somebody and and was like man there's got to be some Venus-Saturn thing going on because everything's everything kind of feels really, you know, people are really constricted around money. And I, I was like, oh, yeah. And you know, we've both been sick for the last week. So just sort of uh, thoughts and communication coming very slowly at times. But I suddenly saw the chart in my mind, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's because Venus has been square Saturn, you know, that whole pattern that we talked about, which a lot of people are feeling because... We had Venus and Mercury both um, squaring Saturn, which has been conjunct the south node. Um, So kind of past stuff, karmic stuff that wants to be cleared. And that's been going on um, most of this year, you know, definitely since the since before the start of eclipse season in the summer. But um, that's a signature Venus, you know, money um, spending on things that make us feel good and Saturn constriction restriction. So that's a a good signature for that. So Venus has cleared that um, square at the new moon. Uh, Venus is still approaching a square with Pluto, which she will make this week. And Pluto actually is stationing retrograde on October 2nd. So there's a a big thing going on with that Pluto degree that we will definitely get into um, in a few minutes. So anyway, if you've been feeling that money constriction and stuff, um, you know, it should be loosening up now. And, um, where did that thought come from? Oh yeah. So, you know, we started this new thing called beyond mind and we're really excited about it. And then we kind of got unexcited about it because nobody responded, you know, we like put it out and it was like silence and especially the people that we thought would be like, yeah, man, this is awesome. Let's jump into this. Um, You know so we had to go process some things around that and then once we tuned into the Pluto Saturn thing it made more sense and you know then um, we kind of both looked at getting sick for a week as okay this is the universe telling us hey just chill you know and the the, we did the first call on Thursday and the people who were in there I mean exactly you know just we were able to blast through some incredible um, next level stuff around relationships and how we create the relationships that we desire or that we don't desire or the lack of relationships that we desire. So, um, but yeah, beyond mind, I'm going to wrap that thought up and then talk about relationships in this new moon, because it's a big theme of this new moon, uh, Libra new moon opposite Chiron in Aries. So the beyond mind name you know what does that mean um basically what we're talking about and what this new um group excursion in consciousness is about is really about developing the habit and the practice and practices the set of awareness tools which are you know individual to each of us but they're some real strong common themes that um that we're going to be sharing but that enable us to go from thinking to knowing. So this is a part of the big evolutionary leap that we're going through this fall, that we're going to continue to accelerate into hardcore in 2020 and um, beyond. And basically, you know, it's um, I mean, it's a huge shift, right? Because we're trained to be problem solvers. We're trained to, to think, you know, use your mind, use your words. Um, think about it. Come on. What's the matter? Aren't you like, Where's your mind? Where's your brain? You know, think about, think, think about this stuff, right? I mean, we just, how many times do we get yelled at in school or by our parents for not thinking enough or not thinking before we did something or not thinking correctly, which is an interesting concept in and of itself. So if you're not thinking right, you're not thinking the way I do or the way I want you to think, right? So, um, yeah it's possible to directly know what to do next what's the best thing to do you know rather than constantly doing our tarot cards or praying or you know asking for guidance it's just like we have a way of knowing it's built into our mind body system and um david hawkins has written a number of books about it you know kinesiologists um use it uh, healers who use uh kinesiology right muscle testing and that kind of thing so um we can just know directly at any moment and that's really a habit of of um feeling and of of mind you know so we need the mind to go beyond mind and we're not saying you know become brainless right um our brains are there to be used as as tools um but it's just a sense of moving from an ego-directed reactionary matrix-acceptable, matrix-infested, infected, parasitic, um, operating from old programming from our, our old wounded child selves and from um, ancestral family system trauma to being free, you know, and just um, living living freely and, and following our, our inner guidance in each and every moment possible, right? Um, back to the new moon. So Libra new moon... Opposite Chiron, and there's some background stuff going on that I want to tell you about. But let's jump into the new moon first. So, the new moon in Libra, it's a new beginning in how in relationships, and then whatever house Libra is in in your chart, five degrees of Libra specifically. So you know, new moons we always want to let go of the old, and usually during the first week of the new moon cycle, we're going to get some kind of get tuned into our intentions of what we'd like to manifest, create, attract into our lives during this next period. But after having tracked the lunar cycles and and really aligned my life as much as I am capable of with the lunar cycles over the last several years, it really occurs to me that, um, or it occurred to me long ago, I guess, that Right at the new moon, we usually don't know exactly what it is that we want. We may have some ideas. We may f- have some strong feelings, you know, and if so, feel free to go with that. But it's not a time for, um, you know, acting and going out and doing something. The, the dark moon, you know, the, the moments right up until the exact moment of the new moon, which was 226 p.m., I think, Eastern time. So 11.26 a.m. Uh, Pacific time on Saturday, September 28th. Those are the times to let go of the, you know, to really tune into what is it about the way I relate, you know, to my partner, to my friends, to my body, to the world, um, you know, to money, wherever that may show up in your chart. What is what is outgrown, outworn, outdated? What's no longer serving me in my relationship paradigm? And sometimes a new moon uh, in Libra or in the seventh house of your natal chart will actually bring the ending of a relationship. So, you know, letting go of the old to make room for the new. All that good stuff. So um, this new moon is really special in the sense that it's opposite Chiron the wounded healer in Aries so Chiron just moved into Aries about a year a little over a year ago Um, it's going to spend another six years or so in Aries I believe and Chiron in Aries is the wound is around being the authentic self so Aries is the sign that's um, seeking an identity it's trying to find it's trying to find its identity it's trying to answer the question who am I as it goes through whatever life cycle this Aries thing is going through, Aries people, this applies to you. So um, with Chiron in Aries, you know what Chiron does as it transits through any sign is it's going to highlight the where we're wounded in the themes or life areas or subject matter areas of that sign. So Chiron in Aries over the next few years is definitely going to be showing us through painful experiences if we're not paying attention where we're not being our authentic self where we've identified with maybe a part of the personality with maybe a set of behaviors or a political party or a religion or a marriage or um, a social role that you know, at one time we may have needed to identify with and it may have even been authentic for us, but now it's not anymore. And it's limiting our freedom to, to continue to think of ourselves as, oh, well, I'm just a mom or, oh, well, you know, I'm just an astrologer, so I can't do blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, you can just spin the, the ego will spin this no matter what that role is for its own profit, which is not for your profit. So if we distill all of this down to its essential elements, we're left with this new moon is asking us to let go, giving us an opportunity to let go of ways of relating that keep us locked in an identification that's limiting our freedom. So that keep us locked in a personality, behavior, role, That is not us, you know, and that's keeping us from bringing our Aries fire passion leadership into the world. And, you know, obviously, if you look at the state of the world right now, there is an incredible amount of opportunity for passionate leadership that's aligned with the the divine mind, with the evolution of Mother Earth, you know, with the principles of what is good and beautiful unlimited opportunity almost you know for those of you who are willing to step up and be your authentic self and say hey I'm going to I'll light the way for you I don't know if this is the right way for everybody but you know it's definitely I'm feeling good and I'm feeling alive and I'm feeling free so that's what the world wants and that's what we're trying to evolve into and this new moon is definitely a wake up call on along that spectrum so I'm not going to give away the um, the whole beyond mind thing that we did on Thursday, but just real quickly, I feel like this new moon is highlighting um, something that Ed Steinbrecher in the inner guide meditation called shadow dancing. And you know that's the process whereby anytime we enter into a one-on-one relationship, so in astrology that would be Libra, and or the seventh house, we begin to project our shadow onto the other person. The other person projects their shadow onto us. So this is something that you really want to watch out for. And you may look over the last week and notice some places where that really shows up as highlighted in your memory. We are just at the beginning of Libra. So we have the sun in Libra for another, um, almost four weeks. So this is something that will continue to be a theme over the next month or so. But, um, when we, when we do this, we can project our good shadow or our bad shadow. And good and bad, obviously, in quotes. So um, part of the process of domestication is that we are socialized. We're, <laughs> read, punished, shamed, um, and sometimes rewarded for when we're, when we're being a good boy or a good girl. We're socialized to repress big parts of the self into what's known as the shadow So the psychological unconscious. And so when we get into an important relationship, any one-on-one relationship, but especially those that endure over time and where there's some kind of commitment, we um, project our shadow onto the other person. So we may be projecting our good, powerful, smart, beautiful selves onto the other person. We look at that person and we think, you know, this is what happens with celebrities, right? Is people en masse project their beauty their power their creativity onto you know the the rock stars the actors actresses the models um tv personalities you know we're like oh she's so beautiful oh he's so cool he's so handsome <laughs> it's like um okay quick digression but my son and i um are big transformers let's transformers robots in disguise Um, So kind of a Transformers cartoon that's, I think, on Netflix or was on Netflix for a while. And there's a a Dinobot ex-con named Grimlock, and Grimlock is awesome. And Grimlock's kind of the bumbling idiot archetype of the group, but he's not really an idiot. He's just slow picking up on things. Um, But he he tends to go into these kind of fantasy segues uh, or fantasy fugues. Where he's imagining, you know, that there's a stadium full of people um, watching him do whatever he's doing. And he's like, oh, Grimlock, you're so handsome. Grimlock, you're so suave. So, you know, we project this stuff onto celebrities. We project it onto other people in our lives. And then we also project anybody that, that we're um, hating, resenting, you know, feeling oppressed by. um, any negative emotion that we're holding towards somebody else. That's us projecting our darker side onto that person. So the darker side of the shadow. Interestingly though, both of those shadow projections, whether it seems like it's the good self or the bad self that's being projected, when we become aware of that, and we talked a a lot in Beyond Mind about like specific awareness techniques for becoming aware of this, And then what do you do with it? So, okay. Last plug for this. If you want to fucking go all the way, if you're ready, go to my website, sign up for beyond mine. It's a three month deal. And then if you want to keep going after that, you can, but you don't have to. But um, man, I, you know, I haven't offered any kind of class or group thing in quite some time. And this is the time, man. This is the time we don't, we really cannot afford to be complacent or just say, "Oh, you know i'm gonna I'll deal with that next year. I mean, there's no next year as far as that goes when we get to next year we're we're gonna talk about a little bit of that um coming up, but we're already in like full on hyper blast changing reality mode. okay, now I feel better because I did warn you, and I did give you the opportunity, and you know if it's if it's not right for you." wouldn't want you there to you know do what's right for you but um if you're re- if you've got some integrity and you've done been doing the work and you're not where you want to be in your life but you're willing to do whatever it takes to be where you want to be then this is the place you want to be yeah we're going to take a short musical break this is an acoustic cover of Beck Hansen's dead melodies from the great mutations album you're listening to the naked songwriter podcast this is your host, DK Brainerd, and we're going to talk about reclaiming your personal power from relationships and from your own shadow when we come back. Mm-hmm. Seasons are strange the opportunity to reclaim so much personal power when we're aware of it you know and and it's just um, I've been working with this for years and years and at first it was like really disturbing like wow how can that person you know just like that person's like greediness or controllingness be reflecting my shadow well once you learn what to look for you're like oh okay that's trying to show me this power that I need to bring forward in myself so I do want you to pay attention to that uh, right now and moving forward because Chiron is not just the wound, he's the wounded healer, right? And so Chiron is not the wound, he's just the savior archetype who makes us aware of the wound and then says, hey, we can heal this, you know, work with me, we can heal this together. So big theme um, at this new moon. Venus, the ruler of the sign of Libra, is in the 18th degree of Libra at the new moon, And John Sandbach's Omega symbol for Libra 18 is, Waking in the night, a man feels an earthquake. He says, The force of evolution will inevitably induce the release of any illusions which stand in its way. Interestingly, the symbols for um, the degree of the new moon, where the sun and moon are, have to do with um, a ghost ship. Um, So, you know, lots of illusions around... But, um, the force of evolution will inevitably induce the release of any illusions which stand in its way. When these releases come, the extent to which we benefit from them depends on our reactions to them. If we can flow with them and allow their force to loosen and clear whatever in us we are ready to let go of, we will receive maximum benefit from their healing potential. So, um... That's just such an ongoing theme of 2019 is just letting go of the old, letting go of the past and of being willing to face the ways in which our actions, so going back to this idea of reclaiming our essential self, our, you know, finding an identity that actually is authentic to who we really are, being willing to see the places where we're still acting out of programming. And that doesn't have to be like a, a horrible, it should not be a horrible, shameful thing. You know, it often feels shameful when we become aware of it. But that's just another thing from the past. It's just another thing that was implanted into us, you know, when we came into the world. So the degree where Chiron is, the fourth degree of Aries, the symbol in John Sandbach's system, the Omega symbol, is a man destroying a wall as he attempts to eradicate black mold from a house. This degree works to clear away everything that stands in its way and is willing to go to whatever length it has to to transcend its own limitations and triumph over the ghosts of the past. It has an innate ability to seek out and destroy toxic energies. I want to give you uh, the symbol for one more degree and that's the 21st degree of Capricorn. So that's the degree where Pluto is stationing on October 2nd. It's also the degree where Saturn stationed retrograde back on April 29th. So Saturn just returned to direct motion uh, about 10 days ago in Capricorn. And we'll be heading towards the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, which happens at the um, eclipse in January, early January, I think January 10th. So, I mean, that's when basically when the shit hits the fan, like at uh, the Christmas, uh, Yule, Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, whatever you call the December 25th, 26th, Boxing Day holiday. Um, It starts getting real crazy up in here, if it isn't crazy enough already. But you know what? Hey, we got to just know that this is the way things are going and that in all this chaos, there's so much opportunity. You know, so we just have to toughen up, tighten up, loosen up, really. Um, let go of the past. The more we let go, and this year has been trying so hard to let us let go so that we can tune into our flowing, um, optimistic, positive selves. In the symbol for um, the Chiron degree at the new moon, talking about the man eradicating the black mold by destroying the wall there's a, another symbol in there about water flowing and you know where he says you know where the water's flowing you don't have mold right so when our emotions are flowing when our energy's flowing with what is it's like this is it's all really exciting you know it can all be tremendously exciting so i'm trying to convince you i'm trying to sell you on something here like let's get with this and do it babies All right, but I want to talk to you about the 21st degree of Capricorn because the 21st degree of Capricorn is where it's at. I mean, it's all over these charts. So um, Saturn station retrograde in that degree. So over the last five months, um, Saturn being the building, you know, slowly over time, um, the kind of wise elder, sometimes the harsh teacher um, as well. Saturn this is what Saturn has been having us reflect on is you know basically starting with the 21st degree of Capricorn. Venus will be squaring Pluto in that degree um, in the next couple of days. Pluto goes retrograde in about a week in that degree. The January 10th um, lunar eclipse in Cancer. The moon is in the 21st degree of cancer the sun is in the 21st degree of capricorn as is mercury so that same degree and saturn and pluto are conjunct you know a couple degrees away and you know if you want to bring it a little closer to home in two weeks we have a full moon in aries where Where we have the moon in the 21st degree of Aries, opposite the sun in the 21st degree of Libra, square Pluto in the 21st degree of Capricorn. There's that degree again. Oh, and we should also probably mention Eris, the goddess of discord, is hanging right around the 21st degree of Aries. So she's going to be involved throwing some poison apples. You taught me everything about a poison apple. So, the degree symbol for the 21st degree of Capricorn, the Omega symbol, As a woman moves down a passageway, many hands reach out to touch her. Miracle-making, construction of universe, worlds. If you keep moving forward, guiding and helping forces will reach out to assist you. There may as well be other forces which will attempt to retard and stop you. But this too is good, for it gives you the chance to confront your shadow self and hence, to understand yourself in a much more complete way." The uh, Chandra symbol for this degree is a stately old house in a ruined condition. So Sandbeck says, you know, this house can be appreciated for what it is, um, or it can be changed, and that would represent the house representing the past, you know, the place where most of us live most of the time, when we're in the mind and not beyond the mind. He says, we can appreciate the past and accept it for what it is, or we can actually change it by freeing ourselves from its influence. We are always free to respond to this however, however we want, and we are always free also to change our responses over time. So, you know, there's a huge theme over, that's been going on throughout this year, um, continues into the Saturn-Pluto conjunction and the lunar eclipse on January 10th of 2020. And it's really about we have to face the shadow. You know, we have to reclaim our power. That's where so much of our power resides. And if we want to change the world, if we want to change our lives, if we want to... Live in a world that's beautiful and where good is honored and loved you know and and beauty is honored and loved, and all genders and all races and all creatures are are loved and respected and appreciated for what they are, you know a world that's the opposite in so many ways of the political slash media you know slash financial paradigm that we're in which of course pluto and capricorn is you know in the in the process of destroying as we speak but that destruction is going to really ramp up in 2020 and through 2023 when pluto moves into aquarius and we are the ones who came here to create the alternatives you know but in order to have the power to do that we really have to move beyond um, beyond mind and beyond living from the wounded programmed you know brainwashed um hypnotized shame filled uh, riddled with guilt and and self-hatred and you know self-harm and resentment and all that stuff place that you know that just as part of part of what we accepted coming into this life is that we'd have to work our way through that so that's a huge theme that's going on um you know Again, it's really exciting. There's so much opportunity. So I want to encourage you to really tune in to what you feel called to create. And remember that Jupiter's direct um, Venus at the new moon today makes a really beautiful aspect to Jupiter. And the Jupiter degree is all about laughing and having fun and sex and love and romance um, beauty. So, you know, Jupiter, the the great, uh, the great benefactor, you know, is encouraging us to rock and roll our way through this, you know, like not take it as like, oh, man, I got to do my shadow work if I want to get the relationship I want. I mean, it can be a blast, right? And we need each other. I keep saying that we need each other. We need a tribe. We need our connections with other humans, you know, as well as with nature and with the animal kingdom. We need people who have done enough of the work and are solid enough in their essential authentic selves that they can see us, that they can hold space for us. They can see our good side, our bad side, our neutral side, our boring side, you know, and allow us to be and and validate us as who we are. So yeah, short and sweet. Um, I hope that works for you. I may try to find some music and plug it in here. And if I don't, you know, I'll be back on my game, um, Lord willing, and the crick don't rise. In time for that full moon in Ares. Ooh, Ares. Yep. Ares is saying, stop making sense, baby. Stop making sense. Stop trying to do things the old way because the old 3D ways just aren't working anymore. Woo-hoo! All right, my brothers and sisters. Actually, my sisters and brothers. This is astrologer DK Brainer saying, we got this baby, you got this. And until next time, may you go with the stars.